Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where the mission is to encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers. Dads that prioritize physical presence are engaged emotionally and lead spiritually by example. Uh, the mission, the uh, vision is to engage dads in raising a godly generation by reinvigorating the church on the fathering front. Uh, we're continuing the discussion around why faithful fathering. Why is faithful fathering important in, important in your life, and why is it such a powerful movement in churches and, and society? I always want to point you to uh, our website, faithfulfathering.org, where you can click on the Dad Talk button to see a history of blogs each week that uh, really complement what these podcasts uh, are broadcasting. And uh, as always, we'll work to ensure that it's a very practical discussion that I pray blesses you on your journey as a faithful father. In the uh, studio with us today is uh, my dear friend, uh, Mr. Eugene Johnson, Jr., the president of Man to Man Let's Talk. Welcome again, Eugene. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Mr. Rick. Thank you for having me. Well, I know that you're a dad, uh, you're a husband, you're a father, and you've got uh, a teenage daughter and a seven-year-old boy. Uh, Tell me which is uh, just more fun. (laughs) There's levels of fun, right? So I would say, I would say my son is more fun because he had that creative imagination stage, and that that wild stage where you can do the simplest thing and he can be wild by it. And so it it continues to bring the seven year old and me out, and uh, you know it's a little more structured when you're dealing with a fifteen year old. You know, on that in preparation for uh, big girl stuff that she has to deal with, right? But the the most fun I would happen to say would be my son. I, I think the real story is is that your daughter, when you date your daughter, it costs you a little bit more these days. Oh man, it's who man. Uh, just saying <laughs> that it just cost me something. <laughs> you right well, about that? Say, I will share those teen years. I found to be the most invigorating and and challenging and. And, and just joyful from my standpoint because yes, you see these little kids become young adults yes. and start to make their own decisions, yes. ask uh, uh, tough questions. Yes, sir. And, uh, and uh, I remember very much dating my daughter through those years. And like I say, McDonald's doesn't work for a 15-year-old no, anymore. Sir. But, no. but that's all right. We can take them to restaurants <laughs> and we can uh, show them. Uh, we can uh, rule out about 95% of the boys in high school just by opening their door for them. Pretty and showing what a young how young ladies to be treated, right? <laughs> yes, but, sir. But, uh, but anyway, well, that's, that's uh, wonderful ages. And I uh, just thank you again for being here, Eugene. You're a blessing. And uh, the topic today, we're, why faithful fathering, is that we emphasize prayer uh, in, in the journey as a faithful father, that we're praying for our children daily and, and uh, looking and, and building uh, blessings through uh, key uh, junctures of their journey as children. So what was your experience as a kid? Uh, were your parents uh, praying parents over you? Do you know that they were praying for you? What, what was your experience? Well, I remember being taught how to pray. You know, first at the table with, with the food, God is great, God is good, let mm. us, what is it, let us God is great, God is good, let us thank you for, for our food. food. Amen. Amen, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot that prayer. Shame on me. <laughs> I'm going to call. I'm going to tell, tell your mama. <laughs> thank you very much. Please tell her. She'll just feed me. <laughs> I, remember, I remember mom and dad teaching me, you know, that prayer, and it's not as much about the, the prayer, but the, the consistency. Mm-hmm. And I do the same thing with my with my kids as well to make sure that I hear them, 
um, pray, especially my son, um, and so they know that the importance of praying. I remember mom and dad teaching me uh, prayers on my knees, you know, inside the bed, and um, saying a prayer as well. Again, the consistency and the importance of prayer. Um, didn't really share the uh, traditional way of praying, but you know, they they let me pray in the way what I thought that was needed during that time, and just establish a prayer. So I re- I remember my parents, especially my father, mm. uh, leading the way and showing me how to pray. I know that uh, you know, I grew up Catholic. I always say I grew up Catholic. I worship at a Methodist church. I hang out with a lot of Baptists, Presbyterians, <laughs> Pentecostals, and Churches of Christ. We're all bodies. Of, we're all the body of Christ. Amen. But I, I absolutely, the uh, praying the rosary and just yeah. all the traditional ways that Catholics uh, pray uh, were uh, foundational. And I, I know that I am here today because my mother prayed for me. Yes, sir. Every day and uh, by name and uh, that's that's something that I picked up and I have no doubt she had no idea what valleys I was in the middle of but she was praying for me and uh, that's uh, uh, that's the beauty of a mother's prayer and and a father's prayer Uh, you know there in Matthew 7 7 I I know it it says that uh, ask and it will be given you uh, in the context of prayer, a lot of kids uh, think that they, we're, we should be praying, and actually uh, adults think we should be, it's a checklist thing. You know, I'm going to pray for this and this and this and this and this. Uh, what do you say to those folks? Well, it's what's in God's will. You can pray, you can check it off all you want. It's still whatever's in God's will because, you know, the Bible is clear in Philippians 4:19 that God said that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches. Mm. So if we happen to get it, I believe that was part of God's plan, right? It's not because that's the reason why many of us are not millionaires today Mm. because this is not part of all of our plans to be millionaires because not many of us could handle that money in a way that would glorify him. Mm. Uh, But when God allow us to get those things that we ask for, we have an opportunity to be able to give back uh, to him. So we can check it off the list that we want. And God knows that. And, and prayer is a maturity process uh, of the way, because a lot of times we ask for things, but we don't say what we're going to do when we get them. Mm-hmm. And uh, learning that from Hannah uh, and then my son, you know, when we prayed for our son to be born, I remembered what Hannah did. She said, Lord, if you give me a son, I promise I give him back to you. And many times we'll ask for that money, that job, or whatever it is, but we don't say what we'll do for God, you know, on that. And so I've learned that through this process of prayer and knowing that when we check the list off, just make sure you add to what you're going to do for God if he gives it to you. <laughs> and Hannah was blessed with a fruitful womb after Samuel. Absolutely. Right? And uh, that and uh, certainly blessed our Lord. Uh, he blessed her with a son, and then she, of course, blessed us with Amen. Samuel because that proved to be a pretty key factor uh, later on in uh, in uh, Eli's run. Amen. Uh, the, uh, the Our Father prayer, uh, I always love, you know, that's kind of the standard in Matthew, I think in Matthew 6, 9, that and brings forward that uh, Jesus says, this is how you're to pray. Yes. Uh, what is he telling us there? Well, he's, he's telling us. It's a, it's a great, great question. A lot of times people use that as the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. and it's a standard prayer, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the Bible, you know, talks about that. But it talks about how we should approach the Father in prayer and who we should be praying 
four, like our debtors forgive our mm-hmm. trespasses as we uh, trespass against us mm-hmm. and those types mm-hmm. of things. And so we have to remember um, that the prayers are not just about us. Mm-hmm. It's about praying for others um, as well. Mm-hmm. And so we have to keep those things in mind with a model prayer. And uh, of course it starts with our Father, which right there That's puts it, it in perspective that, uh, you know, I'm your daddy here, exactly. son or daughter. That's right. We're pointing to our father because mm-hmm. we're really, in the body of Christ, we're brothers and sisters. Yes. But our heavenly father, the perfect father, mm-hmm. is always there for you when I fall short. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, what a powerful opening that is, that Jesus lays that out there, that it's our father who art in heaven. Mm-hmm. Hallowed be thy name, mm-hmm. that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. So they, these yes. are the things, I think that's the connection a lot of times that uh, that we're here to really point to the perfect father, not be a perfect father. Right? Ooh, How was the last yeah. time you were perfect? Uh, mm, never. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, as I always say, you know, we've talked about the seasons of fathering the last time I think we were together on the podcast. Yes. You know, those first 10 years, they may think we are perfect. Exactly. They think we're God. Exactly. And we need to capitalize on those that time. Yes, right? sir. To make sure that we don't mess up what we're instilling. That's right. What we're That's instilling, right. of course, is our family values, our yes, faith, sir. and all this at uh, that time. But then during the next 10 years, they they kind of start to see that maybe dad isn't perfect. That's right. <laughs> Even mom That's might right. not be perfect. Absolutely. And But it's what we instill early on that we're pointing to that Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> the, uh, uh, and, of course, like you say, forgive us our debts and uh, as we forgive our debtors and uh, that uh, these are the things that thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And these are the, these are the opportunities we have to always uh, help a child understand that we're really looking at an eternal perspective versus just the temporal, mm-hmm. right? So uh, when we look at the, when we actually have the opportunity to seek forgiveness or grant forgiveness, that this is an eternal impact, not just a rehealing of a, it may, it may help a relationship in the short term, but in the long term, it opens the door to a deeper relationship with Christ, right? Absolutely. So that's, uh, that's, that's what we're doing in prayer, dads, as we, as we point to our Father. Uh, share a little bit of how you've, uh, you know, I, I confess, I, I prayed uh, for my children uh, religiously. And in fact, my bride still mentions how if I was leaving early, I would go and put a hands-on uh, prayer over each child uh, before they started their school day. So it's just a, just as a, a comfort factor for me that the last thing I did last time, when, if I didn't come back, that I had the chance to put hands on on them. But uh, uh, but I, I really didn't do a, a, as good a job as I think I should have in teaching them to pray. How 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 did you how are you teaching your children to pray? Well, you know, one of the things that what we do Sunday evenings is we pray as a family together. We talk about uh, what we're going to pray about, who we're going to pray for. It's very important, mm-hmm. but also like my son who is seven, that you're not too young to pray. Um, and you can pray for whatever it is, whether you're with us or without us, uh, but also giving them an opportunity to pray. And so we can hear their prayers and, and help them along the way. Uh, and not just a dad thing, it's an our thing when it comes to prayer. Um, one of the things, again, like my daughter has shared 
of her praying more. I didn't ask for my daughter to share that with me, but just out of the blue, she just said, Dad, I'm praying more. And we've had talks because I bring my daughter to school. And I asked her, I said, are you praying while you're at school? And if so, what are you praying for? Mm-hmm. And, and where do you make time to, to pray? Mm-hmm. And so we would dialogue about those things to let her know, as the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. So many times we feel like if we can't get on our knees beside the bed, at our hands, you know, together in the prayer position that, you know, that we can't pray. But the Bible never said that it had to be that way. That is just a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we can pray anytime and anywhere as we open the lines of communication to God. And that is what I want my kids to understand is that prayer is our line of communication to God. Right. And you can talk to him anytime that, that you want to. And you can talk to him about anything that you want and how you feel because he already knows anyway. He just want to hear you say it. So I encourage my children to take advantage of every moment that they can to be mm-hmm. able to talk mm-hmm. to God, whether it's when the sun up or when the sun is down, mm-hmm. to be able to talk to God and just let it flow. Mm-hmm. And God will work. His, you know, his Holy Spirit will work on you in the way to, to come to him in the way that is pleasing to him, but we all have to start somewhere. So even though dad may pray eloquently in your eyesight, right, dad didn't always pray that way. It's just something that I worked on, Mm -hmm. years of working and working on, and this is my way of doing it. You establish your way of praying to God because that's what God wants. He wants you to do it the way that he created you to do it, not the way that you see me do it. Don't don't do exactly like me. You do it the way that feels comfortable enough to you in your relationship with God, and God will be pleased with that. And you know through your 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 ministry, through the way you work with folks in physical training, that that uh, it's through communication that you do what you build that relationship. Absolutely. So the more you communicate with God, the deeper that relationship is. Philippians 6, uh, 4, 6, and 7 come to mind as well with don't be anxious mm. about anything, yes. but in everything, with thanksgiving, present uh, your your supplications, uh, your requests to God. And that's our challenge to uh, to move forward with with all that confidence. And and I think the, uh, the idea that uh, we we can pray uh, without ceasing. We can bring the, the the issues forward, but we at the end of the day we're really just establishing a comfort factor yes. and a, a deeper relationship and a feeling of presence with our with our Father. Absolutely. So uh, one one thing I know I always tried to you know we. When the child is young, I always like to share the story that uh, I had a, a young lady with three sons, and so they, a friend that had three sons, and and they would always say prayers uh, before the meal. And uh, one uh, one time, uh, the youngest son, who was probably five or six at the time, uh, said, "Can I say prayers tonight?" And they were all excited that, "Hey, this is this is wonderful! I'm glad uh, that you want to say prayers." And and so they all get their hands together and they, they get their ready to, to to say prayers before the meal. And he, the young boy, closes his eyes and he says, "Amen." And he starts to get his food together. <laughs> he, he actually said, "I'm in." I'm in. <laughs> and and everybody thought. 
what 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 kind of prayer was that and, and he says well you guys always pray so long and then at the end you just let god know that i'm in i just wanted to let him know i'm in i'm ready to eat <laughs> and i thought now that god does want to hear that you're all in that's you're all for in, sure baby. so so however it starts with a child if it's just saying amen at the end of a prayer yes, that's yeah. fine but yes. at some juncture you want to say you know talk about some concerns that they faced across the day in yeah. school and, and then start to lift up those concerns. Maybe uh, there's someone in your family that's having a health issue. Maybe they can start to pray for that person's uh, health and well-being. You know, so that slowly but surely they start to come in. And uh, maybe you start the prayer, they finish the prayer. They always finish the prayer together uh, with the Our Father. That's mm-hmm. a great way to end a prayer time together with children. Mm-hmm. So however it takes shape, just give a little peace as they go on as they start to shape shape words and and uh, be able to say words then engage them a little bit more in that prayer time but always let them hear you pray for them uh, the other thing that that prayer I've found and I, I can ask you and uh, and have you incorporated any uh, prayer over your child in the form of a blessing yes yes I have um, not directly you know I love the, the, the approach of putting your hands on your on your child or on your children when you do that and and I think that is 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 very important to mm-hmm. be able to do that um, but definitely in form of a blessing um, that that God will will bless them in a way um, in the way that he's because you know God has a plan for our children right but a mm-hmm. lot of it is determined on our obedience to him mm-hmm. and uh, definitely pray that God will bless them in a way that will will give him all the glory the honor and the praise. Um, so all I can do is do my part. All we can do is our part for our children and sure. pray for them um, that God will bless them because there are blessings to us. I believe the Bible tells us mm-hmm. that our children are a blessing to us. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I, I, I think hearing you is like I'm missing something. I won't put them hands on them, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, we hold hands during prayer and those things. But just to, you know, just place that hand on the shoulder, place the hand on the head and just – and just to pray for them that way, I think that that takes it to another level uh, in our communication uh, with God in prayer. Well, as I'm a, a seasoned father, yes, sir. It, <laughs> yes, sir. I'll share how valuable those prayers. You know, as they went off to college, I would actually send them uh, the prayer that I'd been praying for them, uh, so that they knew what I was saying daily for them. You know, I would pray for their day. I would pray for their future spouse, you know, that uh, they would meet that young, my daughter would meet that young man that's well-grounded in his Christian faith, that's growing in his walk with the Lord, that would learn to love and care for her as Christ loves and cares for the church, and that she would in turn learn to love and respect her husband mm-hmm. as the church loves and respects Christ. Mm-hmm. And so letting them know the extent, you know, the prayer gets longer as the kids get older because yes. you're really trying to cover them. Uh, yes. Uh, from the get-go, but I, I had uh, my daughter was like 12 or 13 in the back seat of the car, and she said, "Daddy, how do, how do I know that I'm going to meet the right guy?" And I said, "Because I pray for you every day." And she says, "Cool," <laughs> you know. So I took all the pressure off her. Her mother looked at me and said, uh, "She's never going to learn how to flirt." <laughs> and I said, "That's okay. Uh, God's God's got it under control." So I I just you know one of the things we always incorporate in ministry at Faithful Fathering when we do a uh, father daughter or father son retreat. 
uh, with a, a weekend retreat or on our hiking trips. Yes. Uh, we always incorporate an opportunity for dads to bless their children and uh, encourage, you know, you know, a young man always wants to know he has what it takes to be a man. That uh, he, they, every child, a young lady always wants to know that she's worth fighting for. She's mm-hmm. beautiful and worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we always want to let our, our kids know that, uh, that they, who they belong to and who they are and who's there. You are my son. You are my daughter whom I love with whom I'm well pleased. Just yes. as the Heavenly Father blessed his son coming up out of the water and also at the transfiguration. So these are the things that, and, and all this is a, an opportunity to pray over your children again with a, with a heartfelt prayer that casts a vision for their future relationships, their future family. So these are the things that we're talking about, dads, as as you learn to, to pray and pray with your family, pray for your family, pray with your bride. Did you, you, do you and your bride pray together? We do. We absolutely do. I mean, it starts at the top. And um, as we go, so goes the household and being that example. And, um, you know, every now and then I try to get my bride to pray for me. She doesn't feel comfortable with that. But I I just want to let her know that, you know, uh, I don't have to pray all the time. It's good to hear your words as well. But I, I respect, you know, her position. If that's what she's not comfortable with, I definitely don't force that. But we definitely uh, pray together, you know, about those things um, that that are important in, in our relationship. Well, that is a huge because everybody prays differently, right? So Absolutely. we respect. And, and as a spiritual leader, you should lead prayer yes. and respect how she wants to participate Absolutely. to whatever level. But I, I commend you on several fronts that, that prayer is, is the way. You know, we talked earlier how marriages are failing uh, arguably 50% of the time. But couples that pray together? Stay together. Fail less than 1% of the time. Come on now. So understand that when God is in the middle and yes. you have that communication yes. with and that relationship with the Heavenly Father in the middle of your marriage, uh, things will go well. Absolutely. So, dads, that's our encouragement to you to lead a life of prayer and blessing over your children. And uh, that's why it's important. That's why faithful fathering is significant in your life is to move forward, not only in prayer, but in relationship with the father, live that relationship in marriage and reflect it in family. That's the dad you're called to be. And that's the dad the next generation needs. God bless and God speak. Amen.